We continue our study of the Tariyak Mitzvot, and we're up to Mitzvah number 229. And that is the Mitzvah Shiloh Ligzon, not to steal, negative commandment, Parashat Kedoshim, and the Pasuk is obvious, Velo Tigzon, Perik Yutet, Pasuk Yudgimam. Now, Gezela, as opposed to Geneva, Gezela is when somebody grabs something from his friend, or he takes it out of his possession against his will. And he does it publicly, as opposed to a ganav that comes in the middle of the night and when nobody's watching. The gazlan is brazen, and he steals from the person's hand uh, in the wide open. The shortage of the mitzvah is obvious. The Hinux language is, davar It's something that Logic uh, pushes this crime away very, very far. It's the cause of the deterioration of society. If everybody's going to go around now and steal from each other and take what doesn't belong to them, so obviously you cannot have a functioning society. Now there's obviously a lot of mitzvot, a lot of laws that are connected. I'll just bring some of them. According to Harambam, the Torah law of Velot is only talking about where a person stole at least a Shaveh Peruta, worth a Peruta. However, if he stole less than a Peruta, it could be it's a Sumen Torah, but again, would not be uh, in this Isur of Velot As we know, Hatsishi Ur is also a Sumen Torah. Now, a Goy, or even an Oved Avodah Zarah, you're not allowed to steal from him either. Uh, yesterday we learned about the Mitzvah Oshek, so as you owe somebody money and you don't want to pay him back, that also applies to Guim as well. Even people that you're allowed to uh, get rid of, for example, the Inuk talks about certain people that are minim, minim with trouble, and the Torah allows you to eliminate them. However, you're not allowed to eliminate their money. Therefore, you shouldn't think, well, if I can eliminate the person, so therefore his money must be hefker. It's not so. Tainu says that the uh, money must be kept intact because maybe somebody will come out of them and they'll be worthy. And through the laws of inheritance, the money will belong to the worthy inheritors. And furthermore, the Hinux has a beautiful lesson here, which is worthy to quote, the odd person, even in a case where it might be permissible, we don't want it to get into bad habits. When a person gets used to stealing from A, which might be permissible, it's very hard to turn the button off. And therefore, when you get into the habit of stealing, you might steal from B, who is per- forbidden. Therefore, he says, you know something? Why don't you just have a policy of honesty at all times, so therefore you don't fall into the, uh, the bad nature. Uh, number... Uh, uh, number four, a person's hayav to return the gezela asher gazal. Like it says, ve'shivu the gezela asher gazal. Now again, from the Torah law, you return the item as is. However, rabbis made a takana called takanat shavim or takanat merish. What does that mean? Rabbis were concerned if, let's say, somebody steals a beam and uh, puts it in the building. Now, if you're going to tell him he has to return the beam, means really has to take apart the whole building. And probably most people will not have the courage, uh, even though they want to repent, 
to destroy the whole building. So the rabbis made a takana called a, a enactment for the people that want to make teshuvah, or the takana for the people that stole beams, and therefore they said, in that case over there, a person could pay money, and he will be patur. Regarding an interesting halakha, if somebody stole something from somebody in the, in the settlement, in the city, in the protected area, he's not allowed to pay him back in the field. What does that mean to say? That the person who got stolen from can say, I don't want you to pay me back over here. You're giving it to me in a place where I cannot protect it. You want to pay me back, pay me back in the, uh, in the city where you stole it. And uh, he can refuse payment. And if the ganav or the gazlan gives him the money anyway, the gazlan is on the hook if something happens. Because again, you stole it in a protected place, you cannot return in a place uh, that is not protected. Uh, furthermore, the law is, uh, let's say a person stole, and he's embarrassed you know, to give the money back, let's say. But he goes to the guy's store that he stole from, and he buys an item. Right? And the item is worth, let's say, uh, $10. And he happened to steal 100 bucks from him. So therefore, he could pay 110 bucks. And he gives it to him, and he puts it into the price. But obviously, it's understood that he's giving him the 100 in order to return, in order to save him from shame. The halakha says that that's okay. The person stole, and he died. And he left. He didn't pay back, but he left real estate. The children are obligated to take from that real estate and pay back the mehagizela. However, if it comes to movable items, the law says the etomim uh, are not uh, uh, obligated uh, to make uh, payment. However, the takana of the geonim was that even metaltelin, even movables, uh, because of tikkun olam, are going to be mortgaged against the theft, and therefore the yetumim will have to pay the, uh, uh, the person that was stolen back. It is forbidden uh, if there's a person that we know is a, he, he steals, and therefore, uh, you have to, he, that, that's his profession, he's a stealer. And therefore, you have to assume that whatever he has in his possession is stolen. Therefore, you're not allowed to have hana'ah from such a person, because you have to assume that whatever he's giving you is probably stolen items. So therefore, you have to keep away. Of course, this law applies bechol makom, in all places, at all times, zecharim and nekevot, no question about it. If a person did steal a shavet peruta, he has transgressed this love of elot exor, but he does not get malkut, because it is a nitak. You could fix it. How do you fix it? You return it. Now, even if, let's say, you can't return it, let's say the gezelah got destroyed, or he says, you're throwing it to Yamamela. So the item that you stole is not around anymore. It doesn't matter. No malkut because it's a lavanitan lahashava. You can still return the value. And therefore, since you can return the value, there's not going to be a malkut in such a, uh, in such a, uh, uh, a crime. However, if let's say the person was kofir. He said, I didn't steal it. And he made a shivu'ah that he didn't steal. And then it, he admitted that he did. Now he's got a different issue. He's got to return back the item. Plus, homish, 20%, and he has to bring also a korban asham, which we saw in a different mitzvah. But again, Torah is telling us, as we learned yesterday, that these isunim over here remind us how careful we have to be when it comes to somebody else's property.